Yes, indeed. Anyway, toys, because we are telling we could have a whole we could have a whole podcast separate on pop politics. We get Ali in as well, because Ali is very book bookish. We'd probably find half of our listenership drops off all of yeah, a sudden. Yeah, we, 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 we won't. Let's just keep up the toys, <laughs> the chaps. Well, hello, <laughs> listeners. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 51 of the Hot Toy Cast. The doors at least once by now action figure high-end podcast for high-end people where we discuss action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow, Collectibles, Astaris, Mezco, uh, we're getting onto Mondos now, and, and there's all a bunch of people starting to get in the gig now, so we're going to try and cover as many as many figures as we can, and with me today is one Michael W.C. Crawford. How are you, Michael W.C. Crawford? I'm doing just fine. And how are you, Sir Jeffrey of Parker? How are you doing? I'm I'm doing very well, enjoying this slight Indian summer at the moment. So yeah, um... man, it's absolutely awesome. It was a weekend. It's, it's been my birthday weekend. I've I've had my birthday weekend. Oh yeah, many happy returns. I, thank you, thank you. I wished you on Facebook the other day, but yeah. It's 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 my birthday weekend, but I actually have been able to enjoy it because both time brag, humble brag, not a humble bag, big brag. I'm just I'm I'm starting. I've actually I'm starting. I'm midways through, uh, my very first. One six scale high end action figure design. Wow! Hello. So, uh, that's kind of sweet. That's kind of unfortunate. That, you know, it kind of came on my birthday weekend. But I tell you what, I am very happy to be doing this because it's, it's you know, I'm, with Mezco I get to design the character unless I'm given a, a loose sketch by um by John Santagata or someone like that. But usually yeah. I design it and come up with the new look. With with the diamond stuff, it's great. You know, I have to come up with all the accessories, think about the best things possible for a figure, but the design is kind of already there. So you're just kind of translating and trying to make it readable and, and accurate and all the rest of it. But 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 with this, no, this is like full-on design. You know, the, the client says, oh, we have a loose idea of what we want. Please do, do your thing and, and try and make it look cool. And it's like, okay, I can make it look cool. So hopefully um, in a few more months' time, I'll be able to actually announce which, which, which that is. But I'm not going to say anything for now because I don't want to jinx it. But hopefully it'll be the start of something new. And uh, I love designing figures, guys. It's absolutely awesome. So there you cool. go. Even on my birthday, it's, it's still pretty good to be designing. A very, and it's, from, <laughs> it's from a great franchise as well, which I'm actually really a fan of and stuff like that. And it's a character that I'm like, yes, that guy. I love him. So it's cool. But enough enough about me. Let's talk about outer stuff like action figures. And we've got a, ah. quite, quite a few figures to be covering today. So we're going to have to take a break in the middle of them. But we're going to try and power through them for you folks. So, but we're going to open up with Jeffrey. And you got the Hulkbuster. So this oh, is... I did, yeah. So what, yeah, what exactly yeah, well, is this? Is this the Power Pose Hulk? This is the Power Pose one. So I missed out on the last one. I know, Mike, you got the last one. Yeah. Which I think, you know, between these two, obviously, that is the holy grail of Hulkbusters. It's articulated. Well, it's articulated. It? I know it had issues. <laughs> it was, you know, but at the same time, you know, it had a lot more uh, uh, possibilities of posing uh, than this new one. Um, but there again, at the same time, I mean, I can't remember how much that thing retailed for when it came out, but it's it's going for like... You know, used car prices now. Yeah, it's um five hundred at the time, five fifty. Yeah, yeah. So five or six. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, over here, I've seen it going for you know a thousand pounds plus uh, on the secondary market. Um, so I thought, well, I'd like a Hulk. I like a Hulk. I've got a Hulk, and I'd like a Hulk Buster. And this was just a much more affordable way of doing it. Um, and it's cool. It's a nice figure. But it, you know, at the end of that, it's a power pose. So it's a very large. Um, limited articulation vinyl figure so it's not ABS plastic so there's not as much sort of like really crisp fine detail in this thing Um, there's some very good detail but when you kind of really look at it closely it's a little bit soft around the edges than you'd get with ABS or with something that was uh, kind of like uh, obviously meant to be articulated so you get some limited articulation 
on the head as in it twists but it's kind of at a slight angle so it looks a bit weird if he's looking up to the right uh the arms move at the shoulder but just in a kind of like circular motion just up and down um you do get a couple of extra change out hands um which are in a sort of open pose so that you can actually see the propulsors and the palms um but the one thing this really does have going for it and i think i'm right like in thinking that the previous one weren't there a lot of switches to turn the various lights on um seems like it seems like there are f at least yeah. four yeah well this with this one you just literally pop open the back you stick in three double a's one switch and it lights up like a christmas tree yeah every, every light on it just like flicks on so if you're happy for your hulk just to be your hulk buster just to be kind of standing at the back of the display which is pretty much going to be i think most of the time because your other ones are going to be in front of him um then you're not going to be scrutinizing him quite as much and if you want one this is a good cheaper answer to doing that um so yeah I'm, I'm really pleased with it i wish it had had a little bit more articulation maybe in the elbows as well um the hands are so nicely designed it might be nice to have a little bit of finger articulation because they're so chunky um but i can understand the legs not moving because there's going to be so much stress on holding the weight of this thing up um but yeah a little bit more upper articulation in the in the in the body because as i say all it does is twist the waist move at the arm at the shoulders uh and the wrists and the head so very limited articulation but yeah if you want a hold buster this is a cheap alternative and it's a and it's it's, it's a solid figure i like it are the, naps are pretty good are the details usually softer on power i don't have a single power pose so are the details usually softer on power poses i thought they were usually kind of no not not particularly now i've got some of the other power poses of, of iron man figures um and they don't seem quite so bad and again they've used mixed plastics on some of those so although they are set in a limited kind of articulation i remember particularly the first uh, and suit that was in a kind of semi-flying takeoff position i think i then got some of the uh house party protocol figures that were considered power pose but they were pretty much the same as your average figure they're abs plastic they had quite a lot of movement um but this one as i say i think because of its scale um they've gone down the vinyl route uh i think the head i'm knocking it now i think the head might be abs um but i think the rest of it is I think pretty much vinyl, so it's it's a little bit softer. I mean, it's you know it, it doesn't squidge. You don't like squeeze it, and there's any giving yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just it's just a different kind of plastic. And, and as I said, because of that, the, the very crisp, finer details aren't quite as deep and pronounced as you'd get on a classic figure on a classic ABS, you know, a poseable figure. But um, but yeah, in, in effect, I think it's it's a really good option if you haven't got the previous one, you want one for the collection. Cool. I, you know, it's a cool one. Cool, Mike. What's your opinion on, on power poles? On power poses? Well, I the only power poles I've got, uh, I've got one or two of the Iron Men um, when they first started with the power pose stuff, and they're they're nice. I, I think Jeff's right. If you're looking for something that's, uh, especially a character like Hulkbuster, where you may not be trying to get all that much of a dynamic pose out of him to begin with, um, and he's just sort of a backdrop figure, uh, I think the power pose is a good option. One of you's got your camera on, and you're sitting on a blue pillow with a wick in a wicker chair, by the looks of it. Who's, the, who's sitting in the wicker chair? You've just got your camera. I'm, I'm not getting that. Okay, I'm, I'm just, that doesn't and it's matter. certainly not me. It's just there. There you go. There you go. I don't have a wicker chair. I'm on a leather one. But. Okay, okay. Well, let me, never mind. Okay, uh, right. We got uh, the next one. I'm going to skip that. Skip this one, but we'll come, come circle back to it. Uh, we're going to go on to the Wakanda throne now. The Hot Toys Wakanda throne from Black Panther. Now, this is something that I was like, I have to say, 
I, I, there's a side of me that wouldn't half mind a full-on Black Panther display. Now you got that throne because you get Shiri in there, you get you get you get uh, T'Challa and T'Chaka, and and you get the throne, and that's that makes for a lovely, lovely Black uh, Black Panther setup. But I was tempted by the throne, and I didn't get it in because I just didn't have the room. But another thing kind of slightly put me off about getting this throne was simply leaving Black Panther set in that throne with that outfit. And I'm just wondering what kind of creases it would leave on that outfit if you left it there for quite a long time. But Mike, talk to us. Tell us about the throne. Uh, well, I really like the throne. Again, I, I'm i kind of burned out on most Marvel and Star Wars. I'm not buying much of it these days. Mm-hmm. But Black Panther, I got everything from that movie because the characters are so much so so unique compared yeah, to absolutely. the other lines. And uh, they were and they were also doing a number of you know like Killmonger and uh, they were doing a number of characters that were off just Black Panther. So um, I think uh, this is you're right an excellent way to set up a diorama of the various characters. I don't know that I'll go with the standard Black Panther in there. I think I might go with T'Chaka, the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, his outfit will let that might be the well. better choice. I think the outfit will handle the uh, sitting there longer, and I'm not as worried about stretching out anyway because the way the outfit's designed yeah. on that figure. Um, so I might go that route. I we'll have to see how Killmonger looks too, because you know he sat in the throne for a while. Indeed, yeah. Um, so so it just has a lot of options, right? And it just it's a nice centerpiece. It's all I, I it is overpriced. I mean, it is a big hunk of plastic that doesn't light up. It doesn't really do anything. Um, and and it's got a pretty steep price tag for that. And it's a little undersized. I think it's not it's not terrible, but it could be uh, maybe another twenty five percent or so bigger. I think the problem is though that's true for almost every diorama, six scale diorama. You you know, chair, uh, table, they always yeah. tend to come out a little on the small side um, when they end up. It, it's not as bad as it, Sideshow did some diorama stuff back in the day, some Star Wars stuff that was just, it was like, it was like 112 scale practically. Yeah. Uh, so it's not that bad. It's, 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 he sits in it fine and it looks good, but uh, it could be maybe 20, 25% bigger. Yeah. I, mean, I love the finishing of this. Yeah, there's a lot of texture. Uh, to the pieces, uh, right down to you know something like the wood grain on the seat yes, itself. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Lovely, lovely. But even all, stuff. all of these the silver pieces uh, have a ton of of what would look like metal texture. And then and, yeah. and lovely like um, uh, hieroglyphics as well on there as well, and the Wakanda language and stuff. That's very, very, very nice. I mean, it, so, it, it is lovely. It is yeah. a lovely thing to have. But yeah, and right lighting, uh, if you do set it up right in your cabinet, the right lighting, you can get out of a gunmetal. Uh, Look to the blue; it reflects uh, the silver reflects the light to give you that sort of gunmetal blue look. Um, I noticed that was kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. I mean, I recently picked up the, the. I know we've already reviewed, or you guys did the the newer Black Panther from from Black Panther because I had the Civil War one before. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where with those as well. I'm I'm at the stage now where I've got a daughter going off to university, and I know you've, yours have just gone. You're son and daughter and I'm, I'm kind of having to think oh actually money's getting a bit tight do I really need doubles of everything and that's the classic case where I'm looking at both and thinking well I prefer the head design on the Civil War one yeah me I too the, but I prefer the, or the mask design sorry mm. but I prefer the fact that with the new one you get an actual kind of you know face reveal yeah um so it's kind of like, oh, which one do I keep? And, and again, I keep seeing people do having setups with the diorama with the throne. And like you were saying, most people seem to be putting T'Chaka in the because he's got fabric trousers. You haven't got to worry about them kind of like uh, creasing yep. up. And I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm finding myself more and more thinking, do I need two of every character? I mean, oh, yeah. some... kind of stopped that. You picked up the Emperor, I know, and that's an excellent figure. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm happy with my old Emperor. So yeah, well, I mean... yeah, that was. That was what I missed out when it came out originally, and I managed to pick it up on the secondary market. 
luckily somebody had slightly damaged one of the, the box and for whatever reason a load of pissy pant kids out there don't want one with a damaged box and I was like I don't give a monkeys yeah nice one you got a bargain there didn't you so, so I got it for lower than you know retail I was Yay. like I'm more than happy that's a good bargain um, isn't yeah. it who cares yeah. about yeah I mean the box unless you're a person that really displays that art box so that then it doesn't yeah. really matter what the box does that it gets thinking also with this Black Panther where you get with the Black Panther figure you get those um, the cool uh, luminous effect the, 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 yeah the, that's the, the other thing which off. I, and yeah, that on the totally amazing yeah I haven't actually stuck batteries in that and lit it up yet but um and yeah, I don't know. You should, you should, Jeff. It's 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 absolutely an awesome feature. It really is a nice feature, man. When you get them all lit up, it just looks so good. It's really, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think for cool factor, the Black Panthers have just wins out just on sheer cool factor alone. Yeah. So it does. But there you go. And we're gonna gonna swiftly move into another uh, Marvel one, kind of linked as well. So this is um this is a figure now that we've a lot of us have been anticipating. Actually, this is the um this is the Iron Man from Infinity War. And this is the this is the Mark L or Mark Fifty. As, as, as it's, I'm not very. No, I ruin numerals. Only go, go only go sometimes. Once you get past the X and the L's, I get very confused. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'd love to, to read some of the dates on movies because they're all done in Roman numerals. I was like, oh, what year is that? I can't quite make it. But um, anyway, this is the uh, what I like to call the more Ferrari. Like this, this is the Nano Iron Man. So this is, you like it? Uh, this is absolutely a superb figure. I mean, it is absolutely stunning. I mean, it is, it is one of the most beautiful Iron Mans. Uh, to date, it probably is the most beautiful Iron Man today. I mean, we thought, I remember us discussing previously, and I, I definitely was down for saying that the Civil War one was kind uh -huh. of the one to get. That, my God, the Civil War one. I have this one now, and I'm going to have to do a comparison shot because I, I, I've got my Iron Man set up. Basically, it's, I've got my Iron Man's 1 to 3 in the Hall of, Hall of uh, Armor, and that's kind of all I need for the Iron Man. And then I need just one then from the, any of the Avengers movies. And I don't know if I should be keeping this the Endgame one, the Civil, uh, the uh, Infinity War one, or the Civil War one. So I'm going to wait because I've got the uh, battle damaged Endgame one on pre-order. It's like oh, they were sneaky out. They released the regular Endgame Iron Man, which is yeah. not this, which is not the one I have in my hand. Uh -huh. They released pictures of that one. Then like a few, like was it maybe a month or so later, they released a picture of the battle damaged one where you want yeah. half his face a little bit burnt, and you just it's that great end scene. It's the iconic scene. It's like oh god, I kind of have to have that. It was kind of like the same desire to get the battle damaged Iron Man from the first Avengers movie. That was the Iron yeah. Man to get for a while there. The battle damaged one from the first Avengers movie. That was the Iron Man to get, and that still is an amazing figure with the level of battle damage it's on, even if it was a bit plasticky in feel, not in look. But this one, this one is die cast, and it's got a lot of die cast parts. Its shins are die cast, um, its inner thighs are die cast, its outer thighs are not, its shoulder pads are die cast, um, what else is cold on here? Its, no, its shoulder blades, are, its shoulders are die cast. What else is high die cast on there? It looks like its triceps are, they feel a bit, they, they feel a bit die cast, but there's, a you know, they say, die, they, they use the term die cast loosely on these, but I guess if it has some die cast, they can qualify it as die cast. But, yeah. As as such, you know, he has that like I as I like it before that kind of really high end. I've just bought a brand new Mercedes or BMW from the shop kind of feel to it, you know, or a new Apple product or whatever. It's just absolutely stunning. Um, and of course, the thing the thing with the nano armor that that's different from all the other armor. Of course, it's seamless. 
And yeah. unfortunately, they've had, unfortunately, well, they didn't have a choice, really. There are some compromises in the design, most notably on the, the hips, where the legs meet up with the, the hips and the, or the pelvis. And obviously, you've got a bit of a recess there because, again, it is it is a seamless, almost like a rubbery-type suit, but it's not. It's a, it's a metal suit, but yeah. you had they had to, you want to articulate it figure. And, you know, Hot Toys have kind of gone an extra mile to try to make this seamless Iron Man figure articulated and of course as a result you are going to get little gaps here and there but they've done a nice job in making things like there's there's things on the biceps there's a separate bicep panels that kind of separate move up and down depending on your pose and just things like that they have little things on the hips like these like they have done on previous Iron Mans where they've done you can lift up a side of the hip that's plastic so you can get a little bit more yeah. Crouched on poses and things like that. You do have to be careful with this guy because there. I mean, I haven't noticed anything yet, but you do have to be a bit careful because everything is so flush to itself. Because again, seamless. Um, yeah. You're going to get a little bit bit of rubbing, but you get you can get some really nice poses on this. And this is definitely the slickest Iron Man. Um, but it does, in my opinion, have one of the drawbacks that is with a lot of these newer Iron Mans is. Oh, the bane of... I mean, my God. I got this thing on my birthday. And it was like... I was an hour stressing just getting the batteries in, man. And it's like a battery... It was... Oh my God, I don't know how many batteries. 20 of them or something? My God. Many, yeah, <laughs> 20 batteries. Something like that. And you, you got to put... You got to put three on each leg. Uh, three in each arm. Three on the head. And three in the back. Just to get everything going. And you've got to yeah. light up. Again, it's the same issue we've had with all of them. Or it's you have to light up everything individually, and you just want one switch to yeah. light everything up, or at least a little connector even, just to plug it in, so you could light everything up. Now, I understand that is a big ask. That is an engineering yeah. nightmare. But what I will say is, and I I'm not an engineer. I design figures, but I don't engineer them. Um, what I will say is that panel of my on my leg is not coming on right. They've done something very interesting and new with the, um, obviously with the Nano, you know, Tony can morph and make any kind of weapons that he wants out of his hand, arm, like shields and hammers and all these kinds of things and blasters and whatnot. But this comes out, uh, this comes with a few things. This comes with an amazing back accessory for when he's doing his flight. It's uh -huh. a big kind of X kind of engineering cool thing that comes out of his back. It's awesome. And it, these things that come out of his arms and he comes with two of those. Thing for his back, two of those, and a bunch of different hands. And a really, really, really nice Tony Stark head sculpt, but it is the same head sculpt as the Civil War head sculpt. So right. I believe the battle damaged head will be a different head because he's got yeah, slight scars on the side of his face from wearing the gauntlet and stuff. But um, to this has a an an, an, an very interesting piece of engineering in that, and it's easy to take on and off, in that to change out the arm, you pop off one forearm and stick this um, blaster cannon on. Uh -huh. And what it does, it, it's not one of those things where, oh, it's one light and the light has to travel all the way down and you barely get illuminated by the time it reaches that point. You know, that kind of way like we've had with yeah. other things before, the light doesn't quite most notably in like a lightsaber for instance the light doesn't quite go all the way so in some Iron Man the light didn't reach all the way on certain things and, and it wouldn't illuminate as best as you would, maybe would like but on this what they've done is I'm just going to pop it off now it's it's like an actual power plug so it's obviously there's a separate bulb in this gun that once it connects that once it connects it lights it lights it up so the gun so the light isn't traveling from the forearm the light is actually in the actual gun but the connector is really nicely done and i'm like why couldn't you have done that with the legs why couldn't they be connectors like that on say the in, inner thigh and on yeah. the shoulder joints but i guess the problem would then be articulation and i'm just trying to i'm just trying to think of 
like 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 for instance you like no no one's going to take a hot toy and rotate the fuck rotate the arm 360 degrees Ireland. people just don't do that with hot toys no. but i think you, you, surely it could be engineered where you know you can only rotate the arm to a certain point or something that would just give it one one switch for all the lights just please one switch for all the lights i realize <laughs> that's a big engineering uh, question i realize yeah. a big, big big ask but it's the only thing that really just takes away from this Iron Man, and as, as it takes away from other Iron Man, it's just, you want all those lights on, because he has, like, lights all over the place. He's got lights in his upper yeah. thighs, lights in his legs, lights in his uh, upper arms, lights in his chest, lights in his back, lights in his hips, lights below his ribcage, and, of course, the main arc reactor then. And you just want those lights to be able to work. And, and it's like you're saying, it's it's an, you know, like I just said, with the, the power pose halt, the fact is that because of that limited articulation, because there aren't a lot of joints that are going to interfere with the wires, uh, it, it's, it's you know, it, it's one flick. But like you're saying, I can't imagine how the hell you do it. If you've got that amount of articulation, uh, you, you've, just, you've got to house the, the power in a separate unit each time just to make sure those wires aren't getting wear and tear, bending, fraying turn into mush it's just yeah and that's the thing yeah, that's, that's sort of the problem is that over time the wear that would occur i think yeah. that's, that's but again but, but my, 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 my point there would be like who will be rotating their arms in a hot toy we, we're grown-ups i mean and, and those you know the hot toy comes with instructions don't bend the arm this much don't bend the arm <laughs> that much so i'm just like if hot toys are telling you and they're putting you don't bend the arm that much without wires surely they yeah. can uh, apply the same logic and say don't do it because this, the, you really shouldn't do this now because it's got wires in and you'll fray the wires that are connecting up to all the lights. I don't know. I just. I mean, I, I don't suppose they've done. Have they done a Mark Fifty power pose? I don't think there is one. Um, but they but do again, the power suppose, poses, and those ones are yeah. all one light. Yeah. So I suppose it's just about compromise. I mean, me, I have to admit, for me, it's always about the articulation. Obviously, with the with the Hulk Buster, the first one was just way too expensive, and I, at that, that moment I just thought, no, I'll skip this one. Um, but for me, I would generally have articulation over that one flick switch. And to be honest, I don't even know how often I light these babies up. It's kind of <laughs> like, you know, most of the time they're just in a pose on a shelf. Um, and yeah, unless I'd like I had, to have them permanently. In an That's ideal world, yeah, I think in an ideal world they'd all come with some little kind of wire that came off of them with a with a USB port or whatever, mm. and, uh, and you could just, you know, switch on the cabinet <laughs> Everything lights up at the same time. That's what that's what your ultimate collector's dream is. But um, I bet you there's yeah. there, there probably is maybe someone listening to this podcast and know you it is that would make the figure cost probably a fortune. Some engineer guys say that would actually probably cost a fortune. And I probably I've seen know. kits do that though, right? I've seen guys who've built kits that 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 you can wire up your Iron Man to a single switch outside of the the body. <clears throat> Yeah, but, but yeah, that would mean what each like you'd have to. But that would mean then you'd have to have a wire going yeah, into the leg, not, a wire going into the back, so, and it would just be a bit. Yeah. Be a bit much, wouldn't it? But I mean, oh, I'd like to the check out check out this guy. We someone did actually email me about those kits. Someone email in again about those kits, and I won't mention you on the podcast again. Sorry, I forget. Email me in, amen at amenart com, and uh, tell me about those lights lights again. We do have actually someone. Someone actually did email me about the, a good little system that he's actually selling, and he can actually do them kind of things. So we'll get we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll pimp that on the show because it is something that I would like to actually do. And it, I think I think, but I do think Hot Toys should make an official power thing for their Hot Toys. Something. They've, they've had all these Iron Mans now. We're all saying kind of the same thing that we genuinely, if the choice was there, we would have them all lit up in our cabinets. Because it would just look so. Imagine having a cabinet with all your Iron Men lit up. I mean, come on. And the thing about it is, right, if you weren't to switch all your Iron Mans on, but it's, by the time you get to your last Iron Man, the batteries will start to fade on the first Iron Man you lit up. Because I put, yeah, that's another thing. So I put my batteries in on this guy, and honestly, I'm there trying to take photographs. And within like 15 minutes, those lights start to dim a little. 
And I'm like, yeah. come on. Yeah, guys. the batteries they give you aren't particularly good. I was like, yeah. come on, guys. I know you're. I guess it's, oh, I know they're buck saving there, but we are paying. And this was a very expensive Ironman, by the way. This was the most expensive Ironman I've ever gotten. I think we mentioned it last time when that Troy last uh, podcast when we had Troy from Fanboy on. The price of mm-hmm. Ironmans is crazy. This dude cost me a fortune, especially if we got import duties and all the rest of that stuff. But he cost, he cost a fortune. He was like, I think all in all, this Iron this Ironman probably cost me three hundred and eighty pounds, which is way more than I really want to be paying for anything really in this world, except the car yeah. or a house. Not that you get a house for yeah. fifty, but you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, it is. It's it's hard, the, yeah. it's kind of hard to justify. I mean, I'm like, but thankfully, this this will be. You know, we're coming up to the end now. So this will be the last of my Ironmans. But I would like folks to actually uh, let me know what do they think uh, when I post them on Instagram and things like that. Even other who on Instagram, all lowercase, yeah. on on my comparison picks to see which one I should keep. The Civil War Ironman is dope. He's, it's that slightly darker red. Ooh, it's dope, but we're talking a lot about Iron Man. We should move on. What's the next one, Lance? What's the next one, Mike? Oh, what we got on the list? What's the next one? Where we got on the list? Uh, 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 uh Obi Wan Deluxe. Uh, oh, let's just start with that one. Okay, he's go, got it too, right. don't you? Okay, yeah. Let me reach over and grab him. He's he's on the table. I so which Obi Wan is this now? This is Obi Wan that is from Revenge of the Sith that comes with That's the baby. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's the deluxe one comes with an absolute kit and caboodle. I mean, he comes with uh, the, the 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 holograph table. This is that's funny actually. When we were talking earlier, Mike, and you were talking about the fact that quite often uh, the diorama pieces end up being quite small. This is quite a hunk of junk. It's oh, kind of yeah. like it's a big old uh, light up table. You stick the batteries in it, and the base lights up you have a couple of uh figures that you then freestand on top of the emperor and anakin actually the the figures that stand on the the base the emperor and uh and um anakin Anakin, in a kneeling pose um they're sculpted uh so that it looks like a hologram they've got that that edging around it all the way up that sort of that striations yeah yeah that make it look more like a hologram when it's actually lit up. I thought that was pretty cool. It is cool. If you have the right light in the room, just slightly dimmed, they carry just as much light off them. As you were saying, they have this kind of ridge look all the way up them that looks like they're just slightly out of focus, like they're uh, like they are a genuine hologram projection. And uh, yeah, and it's it, it's and, and again the detailing, the crispness, and everything on the little hologram table is just it's just a really nice little extra. Um, it, again, it's a classic thing of it's a particular moment whether you're going to have Obi Wan and your pose forever just gazing down at this moment of uh of uh, of despair you, you just don't know but um but yeah, yeah but with the mandalorian some... with, with the new obi-wan tv show now this will have more poignancy again so for you collectors out there this is kind of a figure to go in and watch the new obi-wan with right yeah yeah and the, oh, there's a great fan-made film i don't know if you've seen it of uh of uh, the, the various lightsaber fights somebody's put together and there's one that's uh of of Ben and well Obi Wan and, and Anakin and uh, and that is like playing forward to all these different things that are going to happen. But no, that, as I say, it's a cool accessory. It's nice. Then on top of that, you also get, of course, the infant Luke. You get the newborn baby Luke, um, which is it's it. I, I was a bit upset. I was hoping that it would have been swaddled in some some fabric. Um, but again, I can understand why because it kind of like it's all everything is molded. It's all sort of like uh, uh, made out of plastic. But again, it kind of fits well in his arms. Again, it's 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 quite cute actually because it's one that I was thinking it would be quite nice to have them lined up so you've got every generation of Luke on your shelf. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't know whether that's the pose I'll be going for because I think, although I'm not a massive fan of the of the uh, of the the prequel trilogies, the prequel trilogy. Um, sorry, the uh, sorry the. Um, no, no, yeah, it's prequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's one of those things where I've I've got Anakin and I've got Obi Wan. 
will I be getting anyone else? I'm not sure. It's like, you know, I, I think Maul is one that I'd really like to have. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the thing is, I'm such a Star Wars sucker. I keep on getting pulled. I think, no, I'm going to draw the line at the original trilogy and some of the new stuff. It's hard to say no, man, to some of those. Well, the thing is, Star Wars is my thing. It has been since I was like 10 years old. Um, so, you know, all of a sudden you've seen these good quality versions of stuff. You, you, you want to jump in. So, um, anyway, the other accessory, obviously, is the destroyed battle droid, which, again, is very sweet. Uh, you get a head, half of a torso, an arm, and a, and a blaster, which, again, have been really beautifully detailed. So it looks like the saber has literally sliced straight through it. There's still like a little bit of residual glow as if the, the metal's still molten. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. You can see all the mechanics of the droid inside. There's some really nice details on the fact that it's, uh, you know, obviously got the workings going on inside it. Uh, so, yeah, the accessories are, are really sweet. You get a good selection of hands. But going on to the figure, the main figure, um, this is one that I, I have to admit, I was as bad as everyone else. When they first released some photos of the actual production figure against the photos that we'd seen as the uh, as the prototype, I was like, oh, man, I had a real problem with the, his, his bottom lip. It kind of looked like, in the photos, like his tongue was sticking out. Uh, and it's a classic case of once you put it in hand, I don't see that at all. I literally don't see it. I think it's because you're looking at pictures online where the head all of a sudden is kind of like, you know, 10 inches tall on your computer screen, whereas in real life it's, you know, yeah, two yeah, inches. Yeah, yeah. Sunlight like catches it as well. Yeah, and I'm, I'm loving the face sculpt on this. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I think the work that's gone into the, the facial hair, the beard and the moustache, really, really super crisp, super fine. Uh, and that transition from the from the top lip into where the beard sort of like starts to to go down over the chin. Um, once you see it in hand, it's it's virtually faultless. Very cool. It's really cool. nice. Yeah, and so really nice determined expression. Um, but you know, he's not obviously in, in a particularly grimacing or kind of like fighting pose. But it's good enough that he could fit into those poses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks. Oh, he looks yeah. cool. Man. He looks good. Determined. He's got a good front and good crease on his forehead. I like that yeah. he's got um, uh, lice kind of weathering on his uh, cloak as well, on his uh, garb as well. That's some really just like some. Uh, it's on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not like. Well, it's not extreme either, but it's sort of sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's not the white isn't crisp. It's like he's worn it for a while. It's not worn out. It's not yeah. got holes or anything in it. But it's it's uh, it's looks like it's seen uh, a few days. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And it looks yeah, he's lived in this thing for a few days. Yeah, like he's uh, he's just pulled himself out of the desert. But it's uh, yeah, it's everything just got that kind of right feel to it. Um, so yeah, the clothing is really lovely. The belt—that's one of the few things that Sideshow used to do a little bit nicer because they used to have opening compartments and some of the belt uh, attachments and the little pods, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, here they're all just sculpted, um, but beautifully sculpted, really crisp, really lovely, all to scale. Everything kind of like works well. And the one thing I, I keep on mentioning about Star Wars figures with Hot Toys is that I don't know whether it's because Howard himself has got a bit of a soft spot for Star Wars, which I know he has, because obviously when he first brought out the first Star Wars figure, Espin Luke, was because that reminded him of the first sort of three and a half inch Hasbro figure or Kenneth figure, whatever it was that he'd, uh, mm -hmm. he'd originally bought. But they always just seem to go that little bit further, I think, Hot Toys with the Star and particularly on the boots. Whereas for Marvel, although they're big sellers, they will more often than not go with molded boots. Yeah. Star Wars, they're virtually always made out of pleather, detail, lots of ankle articulation, and that's the case here again. Just like with Anakin, got really beautifully designed and really well manufactured Jedi boots, for want of a better word. Um, and yeah, I just, it's, it's, I really love this figure. It's, uh, you know, as I say, it's from the prequel, so they're not my favourites, but at the same time, it's Obi Wan. He's 
pretty much the coolest character in Star Wars. And You've had fun him. posing up this one as well, Mike. You've got some dope poses on uh, on your website. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's easy to work with. Uh, the cloak, uh, Jeff didn't mention the cloak. It's that super soft material that uh, we're seeing a few different companies use. Um, it, it has a nice um, wire through the... Yeah, it has a nice weight to it. It hangs off the shoulders nicely because of that. Uh, but it also has a wire through the hood, so that it, uh, and it, the wire extends far enough up to up onto the shoulders that you can do a nice job uh, posing that that cloak over his shoulders without having to worry about it slipping off. Uh, and he also has that second saber blade, uh, this swooshing one. Yeah, I love that. I love that. The movement blade yeah. and that yeah. actually. Uh, in theory, sounded stupid, right? I mean, it just sounded kind of stupid to me. Oh, it's a piece of triangular plastic. It's not going to really look it good. So but well. in person, it actually looks right. It actually, it right, it yeah. actually kind of looks like what it's supposed to. Well, they had yeah. that with Jedi. I got that one with the Jedi Luke, and man, I love that thing. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah, so that's looks cool. so good. Like and the light-up feature works well here, too. Both, as Jeff said on the table, the light-up feature works nice. It looks good with the, the holographs. Uh, but so does the saber. It, it lights, it, obviously, it's never, never going to be able to light all the way to the end perfectly, but this one works yeah. pretty good in a, in a slightly darkened room. Yeah. I think it's the color helps, too. The red ones are never going to really be able to manage it, but the, the blue uh, have a little bit of a better chance. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, we'll quickly do the Emperor now. That's not Because the Emperor is an older figure, so let's quickly do him, then. Jeff, go yeah, I'll, 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 skirt, I'll skirt over this one really quickly. Um, um, but it's yeah, it's one that came out a little while ago. It's one that I'd wanted I, for whatever reason. I stupidly skipped it, and then mm. of course the prices just went mental. Second market, um, but no, I wanted an emperor as as Mike said. He's got the the sideshow version, which was a very solid, very good version. Came with a really lovely throne. I think the throne on that one was polystone, wasn't it? It was really heavy. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this one isn't this one's vinyl again, like the like the Power Pose Hulk. Um, so it's much lighter, um, very easy to insert the batteries. You get some little light up battery, little lights on the on oh, the arm cool. controls, and a little light above his head, so you can cast just that kind of sinister oh, glow of light that nice. just catches his face. Um, the one thing I will say, there's a slight problem is that when you set the throne up and you sit him in it, it's going to take you a devil of a while to get the pose you want because the, the seat is just slightly too high off the ground for his legs to cope with. So you kind of have to bend his toes down to kind of like make it look like... I think what I'm actually going to do is end up just getting a little block of something, painting it black and sitting it in front of the throne so it looks like there's a step there because I think as soon as you've got that, he's just going to sit there much more comfortably. Yeah, so he doesn't look like a toddler. Exactly. He just looks like he's it's yeah, he looks like his feet are kinda of dangling over the edge unless you really play around for ages trying to make it look like they're sort of pointing at the floor. Um and I don't know whether that was an issue with the sideshow one, but I've 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 heard that people are putting leg extenders on him, but again, when I want him in the standing pose, the Emperor's meant to be pretty diminutive compared to you know he looks like this wizened old man and i don't want him all of a sudden looking like he's a six footer um so yeah i'm gonna play around with that um but apart from that the figure itself is just beautiful again if i had another fault i'd say of all the star wars figures that they've done so far this is the one that really really should have come with two facial expressions oh yeah so so we've got him with his kind of sinister grin which i know he used <laughs> for about 75 percent of his time on screen <laughs> Hey, hey, interesting little tidbit while I remember it. Interesting yeah. tidbit. It has been discovered, and I, as a person who works in, in, in the art business, I'm like, oh, that's kind of something that I might have done as well if I could get away with it. On the recent Star Wars poster, 
the new, the brand new poster with Ray. Oh, I know this. I know this. Carry on. Yeah. yeah Ray and Kylo fighting on the platform below, and then yeah. you've got the hooded figure of the the Emperor above them, kind of yep. in the stars, kind of blend into the stars a little bit. That is not actually a photograph of the actor in the outfit. That is actually a hot toy. That is I the know. hot toy I'm photo so... that they've actually used. Now that goes to show you, man. That's like, and I'm like. Is that wrong of the designer? And I don't think it is, man, because they would, they, they, I don't know, for whatever reason, it, it, he did that, but I just, I just find that mental, that actually unofficial. And recently, and I'm not going to say, I will say it, um, on the Robocop Blu-ray also as well, there's a recent Robocop Blu-ray released. I, the reference on that was also referencing, was used, uh, the Robocop figure was used for reference. And I can tell these things, man. That's how nerdy I am. I can actually tell that even though it's, yeah. a, it's a fully illustrated, it's, you know, it's a beautiful piece of art. Do not get me wrong. And and the poster, the Star Wars poster, it's a great poster. I don't think this makes a difference. However, you get your reference, man. I do not judge. But it is just kind of interesting that people are turning to hot toys for reference. It's like, well, well, I would yeah, if I got yeah. if I got a gig, I'd be like, yeah. Well, why would you not use that Darth Vader for a, a piece of art? Piece of art? I saw that online. I saw that comparison shot where you've got the new reveal poster, then one where they're blending them slightly in the middle, and then the actual Hot Toys figure at the end. And you're thinking, oh my god, that is. They've used the Hot Toys figure as the facial reference for the Emperor because there's just some little tiny details on the creases on the forehead and everything. You're thinking, that's it. The poster, I mean, Hot Toys, <laughs> I, I would dine out on that if I were them because it's kind of like, <laughs> oh my god, you know, we have, we've created a toy figure and, they, and you know, Disney and Star Wars have used it in their promotional material. Yeah, it's, uh, that's think, pretty cool. I think, that, I think that's absolutely mental. I mean, I, if I've got, got an Iron Man gig, I'd be using 80s Iron Mans for drawing reference. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, you use, I mean, I use He Man figures all the time for when I'm painting them. I'd be kind of lost half the details. My real only reason why I get my such nice details in my things is because I've got the things in front of me so I can get those details. Yeah. So it's really great because, like, when I was doing Marvel Legends, you get the figures and it's like oh okay I know exactly what that is and, and stuff like that so it's yeah. really cool but yeah. uh, our next figure oh, yeah. oh go on I'm so, oh, sorry I was going to quickly finish cap it off so, uh, so yeah you get a nice selection of hands um, you get Luke's unignited lightsaber obviously for, to, to rest on the throne um, you also get a couple of really nice detailed uh, force lightning uh, projections Ooh, that nice. sort of fit into the hands so you can you can zap Luke or, uh, or whatever um, and again the, the layering of the clothes is really beautifully made like, um, uh, like Mike was just saying nice use of wire in the hood so you can really get it to fall like it's got some weight really kind of pull it forward so you can keep the eyes in shadow um and again another classic thing that you don't really think of the emperor until you see some of the behind the scenes photos he did have a full head of hair i always imagined it was bald and it wasn't until you see the photos that he's actually got a full head of hair but all that is beautifully sculpted um and then the layering of the clothes so you have you have the the, the main cape obviously with the clasp which is nicely detailed then the the undergarment which is more like a kind of gray jedi robe uh again made out of similar material that we talking about on, on Obi-Wan's cloak so it's got that slightly suede feel to it it's quite soft to the touch hangs really well because it's really heavy and then again cloth boots so you've got lots of ankle articulation you can do pretty much any pose from the ankle up that you want with him and then the undergarments nobody ever saw them they're kind of like black they're pants and I don't know if there's even a shirt underneath I haven't gone that far but um yeah just beautifully layered really lovely figure so glad to finally have it uh, so yeah, the only original trilogy one I'm, I'm still going to be looking out for is Obi Wan now. And of course, the big question is now before we go any further, do we think Ray is a clone of the Emperor? Well, I think that the picture that everybody's been seeing of her opening the double-ended lightsaber isn't Ray. Yeah, uh, it's a clone. Someone else. 
No, it's not even a clone. It's uh, it's a different actress. Um, if you look at the cast as somebody that's been chosen to play a new part, it's her. When you look at yeah, the, I uh, think they're, I think Jeff's right. Yeah. Say again, Jeff. Go on. Sorry, there's, I missed. There's, there's a I can't even remember her name. Sorry. But, so there's another there's, actress cast in the movie. There's an actress that's that's been cast in the movie as a character that we haven't been introduced to yet um, and uh, somebody sort of like because when I first saw it I instantly thought oh it's Ray oh my god what's going on is this some kind of double bluff but that's not Ray it's not Ray it's a, it's a different actress playing a different character as far as I can make out well then you flip and go oh my god I'm going to tell Ali that's got to <laughs> you think, oh that's interesting okay because that's I've, I've, I've heard other theories Ali felt that maybe that um, and I thought that was a really good idea was that um, uh, well you know, Luke and Leo were twins, so why couldn't Ray have a twin? So it's yeah. kind of, so um, uh, that's 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 what we're kind of thinking of. But that that's fascinating. Yeah. All right, well there you go. Okay, all right. So on to our next review then, guys, because we better get to move on. And uh, you, someone stop me if I start babbling about too much on this one. Amy, you're talking too much about this one because I'm, I'm going to get it right. We're on to we're on to some juicy stuff here now. This and uh, for those who want to know, actually, uh, we had. Mondo, Brock uh, Autobacher from uh, Mondo, on episode 47 of the Hot Toy Cast. So go back, if it's three episodes, four episodes ago now. And uh, we had Brock on, and uh, my friend Matt O'Toole on as well, and we um, we discussed these figures and the excitement, and uh, just, oh, the excitement of these figures coming. So we, uh, I already reviewed the He-Man, I got, you gave you my opinion on that, and now I've got the Skeletor. Or should I say Skeletors, because I was actually fortunate enough as well to be sent the exclusive Skeletor, the exclusive Mondo Skeletor, that's uh, only, an, it's a Hot Topic exclusive. And it's got, mm-hmm. it's, it's a color, color variation, his armor is, is black instead of blue, uh, and uh, his face is glow in the dark, so his face is white, and his staff, oh. the Havoc staff, is also glow in the dark, so the Ram head also glows, glows in the dark as well. It's really, 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 really cool. So that's a cool feature. That, that, that's that. But let the, uh, other than that, the figures are virtually exactly identical, except for the accessories that you get. So, this is Skeletor's Mondo. It is a hefty, 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 hefty figure. These things weigh a bit, and it's good because it's Masters of the Universe. You want these guys to be as beef and as buff as possible. And the, any of the kind of anatomical issues that I had with He-Man seem to be kind of disappeared on the Skeletor here, and I think th- it's the skirt on He-Man that kind of upsets his proportions a little bit. Um, uh, uh, but on Skeletor here, it the body works really well. It's a really sturdy, solid body. It's a love, got a lovely matte feel to it. His, you know, his lovely, like, lovely kind of blue skin is has it's got lovely airbrushing to it. It's really lovely and matte. And then what's shiny is supposed to be shiny. What's not is supposed to be matte. But everything else just looks really matte. Um, he comes with a diff, two head sculpts. And also, as well, if you got the He-Man exclusive only on the Mondo website, you you got a third uh, face. You got a face for Skeletor that you could change out, which was more in line with the Alfredo Alcala artwork from the original mini comics. They can change it out. My personal taste is I actually like the original Mondo head, the original designed head for for this figure. I actually think it's a really, really, really nice figure. And there was a little bit of concern when I originally saw 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 the final figure that the head was a little bit too far out in the hood, and it's not as far out as, as I thought it was going to be at all. Also, as well, I don't think the photographs do this one justice because I see a lot of people like preferring oh the the Hot Topic one or even the Alcala one just on based on the pictures. They're they're saying that, but people are starting to get it in hand now, and people are you know, thankfully seeing that the original head. It's really just nice because it's got a lot of detail that tends to get washed out in photographs because it's yellow. But it's not just yellow; it's a yellow and green, which is more reminiscent of the old figure as well in the in the old, in the old way. Like, i.e., he's 
bit of bit of flesh still on his face kind of a thing because it all got burnt away or whatever it was um, depending on what continuity you want um, but this guy's awesome he's got his lovely big monster feet oh anytime you have a skeletal monster feet you win me over I do not like skeletal wearing <laughs> boots I do not like skeletal wearing boots he has monster demon feet because he's a bit of a demon he's a, isn't he but with this one you get uh, a bunch of hands. You get uh, two uh, two extra sets of hands, so four or six sets of hands, or uh, three sets of hands in all. Uh, you get his Havoc Staff, which is very heavy. I will say it's a little on the too heavy side, because it does tend to rotate the cuff. Maybe the, 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 the wrist joints do tend to need to be a little bit more tighter on this particular figure, because it, it this, it's mine's fine, but eventually, it, you know, if I keep posing the wrist... And it, it, the, the weight of the staff does make the wrist kind of rotate around, and that's kind of long. So you have to kind of make sure the staff is like leaning on his foot or leaning on the table, kind of thing. And and I will also say as well that the staff is a little too short, because it, it it doesn't quite rest on the table. And because of the weight of it, that would have balanced it up. It would have alleviated that annoyance a little bit more. But um, none of that takes away from the really nice the nice look of the figure, of course. But it comes with a sword that's kind of um, a, his bone sword that's more reminiscent of the one from Filmation. And all these weapons, of course, have they're they're fami- they're familiar to skeleton but they're given that nice kind of more savagey edge feel that Mondo like to give their, their this new line of figures that is a unique take on the brand uh, and you get a, his battle axe which of course has the um, his, uh, his kind of ball his crystal ball meh, his crystal ball that he had which actually only ever appeared in one episode I believe uh, the, one of the earlier episodes uh, Diamond Ray Disappearance he comes with his base he comes with a scabbard and he comes with another sword which is more in line with He-Man's power sword uh, but it's a different colour and it has the, the ram head motif incidentally enough the ram head motif motif is more like the filmation rabbit motif and just for the hell of it because you know mondo are a little bit quirky brock's a funny dude and he likes to throw in some little bit of abstract stuff so with he-man you got um burby which is this weird helicopter bumblebee elephant thing whatever you want to call it with this you get relay or as i like to call him zuppy and it is the puppy from the he-man and she christmas special so here you have this really badass looking skeletor looking really gnarly and and you know really kind of uh, savagey and you know, medieval cult looking, and then in the middle of it all, then you've got this very, very, very cartoon accurate zuppy puppy. That's like, you know, it's it's just really funny and then fun. So it's just, I don't display it with him, obviously, but it is fun just to stick it in there because it just takes the edge off. Uh, also, as well with this one, with the because this is the Mondo exclusive version I have. He comes with um, the cosmic key from the movie, which is very screen accurate cosmic key from the movie. It's really, really, really nice. The arms don't extend on it, but it's a really, really nice little extra pop to get. And of course, you get a cape. I like don't really like my skeleton with a cape so I tend to have him standing without the cape but the cape is really nice it's got a nice natural chain on it it hangs and has got nice folds on it so it just it just sits on the figure really nicely I've actually decided to put the cape on the um, uh, Hot Topic one because the cape seems to work better with those kinds of colours because with its, the fact that it's more black and the whiter face kind of reminds me more of Movie Skeletor and Movie Skeletor of course had the cape so the big question would be that everyone's asking and I know it's what you guys are asking Lads, I can hear the on, on, on it's right on your tips, isn't it? I know what you're asking. Hey, Eamon, which is the better Skeletor to get, the Hot Topic one or the original? And I'm going to flat out say it's the original. A lot of people oh, have cool. been raving about the Hot Topic one because they really like that glow in the dark and they like the skull does have a very nice skull feel to it. In fairness, on the Hot Topic yeah. one, it is the same sculpt, but it's painted in such a way that it has got while it's white, it's got a, a, a yellowing natural look to it, but it's also got some nice dark recesses so the teeth and the scars and things like that show up really well on it, and it looks really nice as as well with the Havoc staff. But I just love the blue and yellow and purple colors of the original Skeletor. I, I, just, I just love 
that look. To me, it's just more pulpy. It's more it's more fun and stuff like that. So it really just depends what what you prefer. But I I'm telling you, for those who are going to say, oh, I'm going to miss out on the hot topic one because this is limited. Um, don't don't. Don't fret, because I'm telling you, as a massive fan, trust me, this, the regular Kaltor is, in my opinion, the one to be having. Not, not, not that the Hot Topic one isn't awesome. It's awesome. Go get that if you want. Go get both of them. But I have both of them. But I really like the original. And if you if you, if you, if you, if you, if you feel like you're going to miss out on the Hot Topic one, don't. Just get the original. It's still on the Mondo store, I believe, for sale. Uh, so go nab it. And of course, this one goes to Cosmic Key as well. Although I, yeah. I don't know if the exclusive one might, might be sold out. But they're, they're after a really nice ni- nice, nice start. But this He-Man was a bit shaky because a lot of people were like, uh, not too sure about He-Man's look and stuff like that. I really like the He-Man, but I can see... There's things in it I do not like, but Skeletor here overall I do really like him. Uh, the only yeah. design element that I don't like is his belt, where I feel it should be a heavier. He's got a huge bram kind of belt buckle thing that's quite a 3D sculpt on his belt, but on this it's just like a flat kind of yeah. carving, and it's, it's, it's I, I would put something a bit better. But he's awesome, great, great figure. Yeah. Well, uh, well, the, th- the thing I'd actually ask is because obviously um, you know we all they're all action figures, everything we collect are action figures. Some are cl- but obviously because this one isn't uh, fabric dressed, it is in effect a big action figure. Oh it's yeah, plastic. it is. A, it is so a what, big action figure. Yeah, what's the what's the articulation like? Because it, I mean the el- the knees look like they're double, are they? But the, the elbows look get, a bit. You can get the knees right back. I really like the really like how how the articulation actually works on the legs. It's 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 quite nice and non Skeletor it works. Really really well yeah. because it's blue and stuff like that. and I have Faker as well I'll save Faker for the next review and he works really well as well but yeah. um, and I think the articulation is really nice um, there's a there are some poses that are kind of frustrating like you can't quite get him to hold his staff together in front of him and that's kind of I mean that, that's a big ask because you want your masters to have biceps as big as England you know you want absolutely big rippling muscles on your figure so it's like well, well what, what do you do so we can't but I, I get mine into very good poses. Uh, yeah. it's, it, and the joints are very, very, very stiff. But this is a very big action figure. This is not a hot toy. This is a very large, very well-made. You, know, yeah. you, you can see where the money is spent because the paint is nice. It's all very nicely finished. It's, there's, there's a real finishing to these. That are, it's, it's really nice. So yeah. but but it it's it, it and that's what I like when you know they are big big action figures and it's massive yeah. universe man so I'm gonna be a sucker for the stuff anyway and you know I, I love the Skeletor and I, I'm and well at San Diego Comic Con of course we got revealed Hordak we got revealed Man at Arms and we know there's a few other ones coming as well as as Brock uh, well well the other the other big reveal that you must be pretty stoked about was the Kevin Smith announcement oh dude I'm telling you I, I, here's here's what's mental about that right it's like I designed Kevin Smith's figures for his movie. Uh-huh. And I've also designed the Netflix Castlevania figures, and I'm like, uh-huh. can I get? Is there not a way in there for me, kind of somehow? <laughs> so, because it's you, like, do it's, some storyboarding, get in there. Well, no, I mean, what happens with in these kinds of things? Basically, it's it with Master Universe now. What they what they have found, they have found a style guide artist. He's got a guy called Eddie Nunes. He's on um, Instagram. Check him out, guys. And and what they do is they, they obviously find a style guide artist that does a style guide and the general look of the characters that the animators then follow the shapes yeah. and all to, to get that stuff right that's the job you want you want an entire animated series based on your style of drawing my style of drawing isn't isn't that I, I draw this guy's very, it's very stylish it is anime but it is a cool anime if you look go, go check out Eddie Nunes on Instagram and check out this guy's art 
it's it's the same and, and it's from the same animation studio that did Castlevania and that was a good show. It was it was good, but it's this is gonna be masters. And that also what's also funny about this series is I've been on a, a, a podcast called Most Google Dinner years ago, and for years and everyone will know know that I've been saying. Masters of the Universe isn't the child's brand anymore. It, 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 people have grown up with these things. Everyone who's into this now are like, you know, in their 30s and 40s. You, 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 you make a show cater to that. It, you know, with, they have a new Shira show on Netflix, and that's aimed for little girls, and that's doing really well. But it's a very aimed at little girls project. Uh, this Masters, by the sounds of it, is aimed at us. It's aimed at those kids who grew up, and it's the ones who wanted to see... You know, because you got these barbarian, vicious-looking warriors and beasts and creatures and stuff, but you got this cartoon that was incredibly sanitized. And we we understand why it was sanitized, but nonetheless, you wanted He-Man to be, you know, chopping stuff with that sword instead of just chucking it around and using it as a grappling hook on occasion. You know what I mean? Which is what he did. And he just generally punched rocks and threw things at them and threw people away. You want to see He-Man doing what he looks like as the figure. You want him having his axe, for instance. You want He-Man with his battle axe and his sword, of course. You. And that's the and that's what it sounds like we're going to be getting. That's what Kevin Smith says. We're gonna we're looking at the box art. We're we're looking at this, and as a fan and as an artist, you you just want to be involved. But sometimes it's just also good to sit back and just be a fan and like, yeah. well, I like Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith. That Castlevania show is good. This art, this style art is good. Rock on, man. Let me have it. I'm dying to see it. So I'm I'm stoked. And and of course we're getting a movie. I and. To veer off and uh, even more. See, this is what happens, guys. This is what happens. We, and Mike, Mike, Mike will get yeah. in on this as well. It is interesting to know, and this is one of the topics I was going to maybe talk on our show, Mike, as well. That it is just to know that Mattel are doubling down on Masters because they, not because, but it is interesting to know that Mattel don't have the Warner Brothers uh, action figure license anymore. McFarlane mm-hmm. now have that. Also, right. as well, Mattel don't have the Ghostbusters license anymore. Hasbro has the Ghostbusters, at least the new movie license now, that's that's going to production. And they said that's probably going to be a more, more successful movie than the new one that's going to production. So it is interesting to see Mattel doubling down on their own brand, and they're doubling down on Masters. There's a movie going into production in December, there's a new animated series already in production, and they've got a new action figure line as well, and not only you've, and you've got these high-end things, figures, and then the countless pops and other little bits of merchandise. So it, it, they're 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 going in hard on a fantasy brand, and I think if they got the right people, the it it can be a brand that can be its own thing that can rival something like Star Wars, because I mean it it, it it's it, I, I, I just I do think Masters can rival that. You guys might might sneer at a little bit because it is He Man and it's dudes and lion plots and all the rest of this stuff, but I think there's a there's a market for this stuff. And he, movies like 300 and TV shows like Spartacus and, 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 and stuff like this. People, and, and, and then can things like Game of Thrones. There is an appetite for good fantasy. And they can go out and outlandish as you want. Look look at the Marvel movies. They've gotten crazy with Ragnarok. And Elf. I think the world is prepared for a du- naked dude riding around on a big giant tiger, personally. <laughs> That's what I think. Right. We'll stop. Commercial break. <laughs> Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International Package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. 
Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Claypools does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Okay, let's welcome back, lads. There you go. Sorry for my little rant there. I told you that's what happened like in the Masters. Um, you and he, man. You, you know, once you get started. Look, dude, I would not have an art career if it wasn't for that dude. All right? He's the man. I, I put pen to paper because of that dude. So let's just, that's why it's so a big deal for me. All right, see? Shh, Jeff. Right, talk to me, Jeff. You've got the Sylvester Stallone-ish thread ah, that's unlicensed, but we yeah, can't yeah, release yeah. Yeah, so, that. Though. Again, I'll, I'll touch on this one quickly because, again, he's been out for a while. But I'm I'm a massive Dread fan. Yeah, me too. I have too. been since I was a kid. So I've, I got the um, art figures one based on the, the Carl Urban figure, which I really love. Uh, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the film. Not perfect for Dread, but very good. Um, and I think the figure's excellent. And then I got the 3A comic book uh, version, which I absolutely adore. It's the best dread that I've got on my shelf. Which oh, is tells it? Yeah, I, I was tempted by that up. one. We never reviewed that one, Jeff. Didn't I? Uh, well, I'll, I'll give you a quick recap on that. Basically, it's just 3A doing what they do best, as in they are very good at doing stylized figures. And because they're doing it stylized, it's based on the comic book. This is just an absolutely slick work of art. I, 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 I was... I was kind of really on the fence about getting the one twelfth figure, mm. but then I thought, no, I've got to try and stick to one sixth. I really haven't touched the one twelfth kind of scale yet, um, and I'm glad I did because this. I'm even considering getting the other version in the blue suit, mm. um, purely because it's just such a lovely figure. Well, see, um, I, I, I envision him in blue because some artists chosen to yeah, well, blue, was some artists look at them black. It yeah, was always meant to be black, though, right? He was meant to be in black leathers, but I think because, obviously, in a comic book, you wanted to show him not just in jet black, the blue was, in, a meant, in effect, meant to be the sort of, like, the, the, the sheen of leather colour. Yeah, that's usually sure. what it is. Mm. Yeah, so um, so he's not he's meant to be in black, so I've got the black version. Um, but, yeah, the 3-0 figure, I, I absolutely adore. But this one I picked up. The dread, you know, the sliced alone version of the film is a guilty pleasure, in as much as I was so happy Ain't to see all just... the stuff. Yeah, it was kind of all of a sudden there was a lot of the 2008 stuff up on screen. You even got to see some of the ABC Warriors. Oh, it was kind of like Mega One was done Warriors really world. well. Yeah, and the, the his bike was was done much more true than it was in the, the version. Mm. So there was a lot they got right about the, 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 the design. And the, that's, you know, that's you, not remember Judge Hershey just as an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's just one of those things where it was kind of like, you know, the, the art direction on it was faultless. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it just wasn't the best movie. And, you know, again, I know it's a purest thing, but the moment Joe Dredd takes his helmet off, you're just like, you're dumped out of it because you're like, that doesn't happen. That never happens. Yeah. Um, so with this figure, you get a very nice sliced alone sculpt, which is going to remain in the box from the moment that, uh, you know, I opened it. And it is a very sweet sculpt. It's not quite up there with Hot Toys, but it's it's, it's him. It's uh, it's got a good expression, and if you want to pose your Joe Dredd figure in his more dress uniform, then fair play to you. But you get a really lovely uh, head sculpt, which is like permanently got the um, the helmet glued in place, and he's got the typical sliced alone grimace with the slightly sided face. Um, and the he- there was another version of this figure came out 
oh, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, from a company called Sensation with an X, a Zensation. Um, and I was so tempted by that one, but I held off on it because it just didn't look high end. It just felt like a bit of a knockoff. Yeah, a cheap knockoff figure. Whereas this one is much more, it's not Hot Toys quality, but it's much more up there. The suit is really light, nicely tailored. Again, I would imagine if you're a massive fan, you might want to bulk him up a bit because Sly is a big guy. But for me, the suit fits really well. You've got really nice armor on it, chest armor, sorry, the uh, shoulder armor, very true to the moon. Likewise, the belt, codpiece, and gloves. Boots are really nicely done. The arm um, and knee pads kind of like a free moving. So again, really nice and poseable. Uh, Lawgivers really, sorry, the law, um, yeah, the lawgiver's really nicely done. The gun and it fits in this really weird sort of clear uh, holster that he's got at his side. Um, so yeah, and it also comes with this really cool stand. Which yeah, is like, the base net's lovely. Nice yeah, gold. I'll never use it because again, I, I'm not a stand person. Um, I like to have my figures freestanding. Free um, you're brave. You're brave. It's a really lovely one. It's really kind of like sculpted, really big, bulky, uh, and a real, real kind of like set piece. Um, one massive problem with this figure is that on the, uh, the, the 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 chest badge, when he's wearing the uh, the, the the harness and the 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 shoulder pads, there's a metal chain that hangs from it. That you're meant to just sort of tuck in uh, under the under the collar, obviously because he has the in the comic book from the zipper, he has yeah. the chain hanging to the badge. This figure has got so many magnets under the clothes to hold things in place that it is impossible to get that oh, to lie right no. it just twists and turns like a snake um so i'm, <laughs> I'm either gonna have to strip this bloody thing down and dig those magnets out or find myself a nice very fine gold plastic chain because that is the one thing that drives me a little bit insane um at the moment i've just kind of got it draped in a kind of crescent moon over to the other eagle which kind of looks okay but isn't really accurate but um yeah i would just say if you're a judge dread fan this is you know for me the part of the holy trinity of how he's looked at, that have been available for figures so far um and yeah I, so you, I'd you've say got highly... the three looks now on your shelf. Now you've got the Carl Urban, you've got the uh, the, the comic book one, the three A comic book one, and then you got this one then from the Stallone. So yeah, if you're into Dread and you like That's that nice. movie, yeah, I'd say it's uh, I'd, I'd say it's a no-brainer. And, it's, and for my money, it's certainly a massive improvement on the Sensation one. I was I was really 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 excited about by getting this figure, and I was I was just a little let down by the final product on it because I just felt the neck was very thin on him. And I yeah. di- I didn't like his grimace. I know it's I know they're going for that. I know what they're doing there, but it, I'm not sure it's quite working as well as it should. I would have preferred just a standard, you know, grimace. Uh, if 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 they had the normal face, just uh, just another option there besides just oh, yeah. that. I know that's that's thingy, but I I would have preferred just another option because I'm not I'm not quite yeah. sure it quite works. But I. I just, just, I was really, I love that movie. I love, absolutely love that movie. I think it's, as like I said, I think it's, I think it's one of the most perfectly directed movies. But it just on the story front, it just, just falls a little, uh, and, and yeah. again, there's, there's the helmet issue and all that stuff. But and and of course, there's the Roy Schneider issue, which is terrible as well. <laughs> um, uh, but I was so tempted by that figure, so I'm, I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to post a few pictures of that one, Jeff, when you can, so I can yeah, have, have a little look. Them, yeah. uh, because I, 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 I am still tempted by it, but I, maybe I need to look at some more reviews of it then. Maybe I but, need to again, I think my other thing is that although I know where you're coming from, in as much as Sly is very thick-necked, very bulky, big guy, and I know you know if you want to be screen accurate, then that's fine. But for me, this kind of almost goes somewhere between Sly portraying him. And the comic book, because in the comic books he was kind of loosely based oh, on Clint Eastwood. Oh, he was a, he was a, he was a skinnier man, definitely was, a slimmer man. He was, he was he was muscular, he was strong, but he was wiry. He yeah. was kind of like more of a that kind of dude. And yeah. um, so for me, the figure 
proportionally, I like it. I wouldn't want to bulk him up. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, I mean, I I I I was pretty much okay with the body. And again, you know, if you Sloan isn't actually he's he's not that big a guy to be fair, but no. he, he does look big in the armor. And the goals was really nice on this as well. Yeah. I, I have the Carl Urban one, and I've got my Mezco uh my Mezco one one twelfth on his bike, and that Mezco oh. one twelfth on the bike is just dynamite. And I kind of <laughs> I'm good with that and the Carl Urban. I'm 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 good. All right. And so Mike, Mike, you're going to be pretty much catering to us now. In fairness, from here on in, I guess. So we're going to move on on to now to Star Races. Luna Lovegold. Lu- Luna oh, yeah. Lovegood. Lovegood. I've no, I have no idea what this is. What's Luna Lovegood? You don't know Luna Lovegood? You don't know Luna Lovegood. Well, I do because my daughters love the films. And I, I yes. But, uh, but she was actually well, you one know, of my faves. I found that she was such a space cadet. I thought she was brilliant. Is she a Harry yeah, Potter she character? Yeah, she is a space cadet. Yeah, she's is a Harry Potter character. character? Uh, she's uh, the space cadet of the kids, sort of. She's yeah. uh, sort of the hippie. That's the way, yeah. the best way to, you know. Her parents are hippies. She's a hippie. They write this. She she believes in all this weird oh, shit that's even weird for the Harry Potter universe. And of yeah. course, she's Irish. And she's and what's funny is that most of the weird shit she believes in actually comes out to be true, and everybody else is is uh, sure proven well. to be wrong. But um, yeah, she's Star Ace is is um, doing what they can to try to get this back on track. You know, the Harry Potter line was great in the beginning. Uh, it it went off the rails there for a while. Mm. Their their releases have not been as good when they've been people. Things like Grip Hook and uh, Dobby, those are still still really well done. But when they when they were doing human skulls, particularly the women, uh, things kind of went off the rails and they started to get worse and worse. I do think Luna's a step back in the right direction. She's got she has the advantage that she had wild hair in the uh, in the movie, so you weren't going to get a super you weren't going to require a super well tamed hairstyle. Uh, so the rooted hair works pretty good. For for her, I think they did capture her lips and nose uh, pretty well. Uh, it, it's not ideal; it's not a perfect figure. But you know, if you've been picking up the Harry Potter figures, uh, I think she's worth adding to the kids on the shelf. She's got some cool little extras. She's got some of the. Uh, she did a lot of the uh, potion stuff, and so she's got a variety of the little potions in the test tubes. And uh, she's got uh, one of her trademark things was this uh, cork that she wore in a necklace around her neck. She's got that. She's got the funky glasses uh, that uh, you could use to uh, with uh, with the uh, to read the uh, one book, the spectroscope specs or whatever the hell they were called, um, and which is a cool look for her. It's it's not a bad figure. I'm not going to go nuts over it, but it wasn't a bad figure. Yeah, and I, I think I, it's just really nice if you're into Harry Potter. Yeah, I yeah, it's, it's the really only nice people. That, who, yeah, yeah, go ahead. They're paying attention to all those. You know, not just secondary, but tertiary characters. Just they're really yeah. kind of fleshing out the whole you, universe. You get a lot so of depth to the line. Yeah, like Star Wars, I guess. Like with Star Wars, but yeah, but like just you know, like like Mike was saying earlier, we've had a million and one stormtroopers. Don't get me wrong, I love stormtroopers, and I'm so, and I know you do. So I'm sad enough that every time there's a new stormtrooper, particularly the original trilogy, um, and it's a variation on between Empire Return or Star Wars, I love it because I'm into that detail. But it gets very boring for your average guy who's just collecting Star Wars because they like Star Wars. Whereas I think what they've got really right with this range is is the depth is is the yeah, fact that they're giving you all this B and C characters. Yeah, and a lot of the female characters. They didn't yeah. just focus on the male characters. They've they've done a good job of hitting up you know Bellatrix and yeah. and some of the other key uh, female characters. So yeah, it's I, you know I'm happy that I've got them all. It's a, it one. It is also one of those lines um, where other than you know maybe Harry and Dumbledore, 
uh, the characters aren't really iconic, so they don't. You, you wouldn't put up one of them on your shelf and go, "Oh, I'm done." This is a kind of line where you need all these these B and C characters to flesh out a really cool looking display. Having them all makes it each one of the individuals look better. Absolutely. Yeah. And did you have these on display? Might you have these Starace ones on display? One of these days. Oh, one of these days. You're started. I have to admit, one of the things I you know I know I know it's a it's a big ask because you know every company has to really find a market for every figure they put out. But something I'd be really interested to see if if there's if there's a want and a need and a market for it is to see them start doing some more of the creatures from from harry potter um yeah you know, you know i know it's pretty big to do a griffin but it would be really cool to do a griffin um or the basilisk there's there's so many kind of things that i think that if you did want a really cool display of harry potter there's so many of those uh those those different characters that popped up the creatures that would be really cool i remember there was a some conversation about that that potentially there was something the way the license was written that that oh. they had to do if they did the creatures they had to do them with a the character they couldn't do them alone it was some weird thing oh. that's why I think we got Dobby for the most part We the first time with like another character and then yeah I, it was some weird deal I don't know how that worked out okay cool well we got another uh, Star S figure coming up actually now we got the uh, Armored Katniss yes another, uh, another character this one, franchise I know very little about uh, well this one uh, the thing is with Star Ace is that uh uh, you know they they do do a good job of focusing on female characters. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of part of their whole mission is to make sure that they're doing enough of the female important female leads. You know they did the female characters from 300. Um, they're doing a good job with Harry Potter, and they picked up Katniss a couple of years. It's been at least a couple of years ago, and they produced be, yeah. the first one two or three years ago, and it was not good. It was a, that figure was really rough. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think I even reviewed it. Um, it was a rough figure. Uh, but this one, I just received it though, maybe last week, the review should be up later today, um, is a huge improvement. Uh, the, the head sculpt really is a good Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, it's it's uh, They went with the rooted hair and sculpted hair routine. It's her, uh, This one is the red armor version, so it's mm-hmm. her uh, resistance outfit, sort of, sort of the poster version, right, if, uh, yeah, for, outfit yeah. for showing off the resistance. Um, and she has the tightly... It, it, the rooted hair is very tightly uh, attached to her head and then uh, in a French braid down the back and she has a couple of loose strands that hang down across the front of her face uh, and they sculpted in uh, a, an additional hairline painted and sculpted in so that you didn't get that abrupt uh, hairline that you can get with rooted hair Yeah. Uh, with a hairstyle like this. So it looks really good. I think the portrait is, is really good, Lawrence. In hand, it turned out better. This is one of those rare cases where it turned out better than what I thought it was going to from the from the pre-production photos. Um, the, this is the Red Armor version. They also have one coming out about the same time here. Should be shipping in the next week or two, I think. That's the hunting outfit version from the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this one has uh, the little wings that attach to the back of the armor with magnets. It has the resistance flag. She's got one of the hand sculpts and the resistance thrown the resistance gesture. Um, the body's articulated uh, well enough that I was able to get a pretty good arrow shooting pose. That's always a tough one to get that hand up towards the ear, um, but she she did a pretty good job with that. Overall, it's a it's a much better release from Star Ace than I've seen in the last uh, three or four months. Yeah, uh, it's an improvement in quality overall, particularly in the portrait. 
Cool looking bigger. Yeah. Just been looking so anyway, good. I should have that review up later today. Uh, or if you're listening to this podcast, I had it up like a week ago. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll hopefully get it done. I'm pretty busy this week. I'll get it done. Um, okay. Well, what's next then? I guess we got to do uh, Asmus Arwen. Oh, no. Hold on. Let's do Tree Zero Dana Scully. Yeah, that's a good one there to do. Um, the, Three Zero is another company that's doing some really terrific work in that price range around 170, 180. Um, that's rivaling the stuff at 220. Uh, and they did uh, Mulder oh, six months ago, a year ago. Mm-hmm. It's been a while that Mulder came out. Yeah, it's been a while since Mulder came out. So Scully finally started shipping uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I think she has one of Three Zero's best portraits so yes, far. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah, I think that they've done a really nice job here. They tend to be, uh, and on purpose, you know, Three A and Three Zero tend to be a little caricaturish, you know, yeah. characterized. Uh, they don't always try to go for the most absolute perfect likeness uh but that's starting to shift and i think that scully is a is a really really good likeness uh including the the nicely detailed hair sculpt um the the outfit is great nicely tailored suit they do have the the same problem they tend to have with the male figures but it's not really a problem per se because they it's, it's sort of their style they have the long lanky legs um, and she has long, lanky legs. She's fairly she short. Bad. That kind of slightly uh, takes away from it for me. The legs. She's fairly short. Remember, she's yeah. uh, in real life. The if you when you put the two of them together, my biggest problem with the figure overall was when you put the two of them together. She is tiny, yeah. uh, and and it's not a height thing. The height is actually about right, and it's not all her fault. Part of it is a Mulder problem, because yeah. the Mulder figure is the right height. He's about twelve inches tall for, and he's supposed to be about six foot. So he comes in about right. She's supposed to be about. Five Five three, and she comes in at like ten and three quarters, which would be about the right size for somebody five three next to somebody six foot. So that scale is right. But Mulder, they tended to make him too bulky, and he's got those huge ass hands that, unfortunately, yeah. way too many six scale figures still do. Uh, and then they made this female figure who is very petite and very thin. Yeah. So- volume doesn't take up as much volume so while the height's right on both figures the amount of volume the two of them are taking up is slightly skewed uh, in the exact opposite directions Mulder taking up too much space and Scully not taking up quite as much so it tends to make her look too small next to him uh, you have to have the right angle and I will admit that the longer I had her uh, the less that became a problem I would, I was, it, the more they looked all right together yeah. but that was probably my biggest problem all the accessories are nice the clothing on the the three zero stuff is always good they don't have any issues there tailoring's good uh, it's that skinny body that some people have an issue with yeah, yeah. I, I, i've looked at lots of photos of this and i mean i, I loved the x-files back in the day i've still got the old sideshow figures up in the loft somewhere in a box i haven't seen them probably for about six years uh, and i'm sure they're going to look incredibly dated the next time I dig them out um, but at the same time I was tempted by these but then I was like well I haven't watched the X-Files in years it doesn't kind of resonate with me quite as much as I'd like and when I look at the figure I don't know why I think that long leg thing really does it for me um, coupled with the fact it, for some reason it looks like she's got massive feet and her head looks like she's got a pinhead. And now I'm sure that doesn't look like case in hand, but it's just kind of like one of those things where... Well, I think the head thing, I think you're being gone in the wrong direction. Way yeah. too many female figures have... The head's too big for the body. Yeah. This is one of the times I think they actually got a head that's probably properly proportioned to the, the width of the shoulders and the body. Uh. 
it drives me nuts when I, most female heads, like even on Katniss, the the Star Race one we just talked about, yeah. I think the head's a little too big for the body. But but I doubt most people will uh, will find it that way. Yeah, I remember there was the yeah. same similar problem with the um, the Furiosa figure, the unlicensed Furiosa figure that was yeah. about a few years back. I'm, I was so looking forward to that figure. And my God, I was devastated when I got it. When how, how like on her own, it looked fine. But you put her inside with anything, and she looked like a child. Um, this isn't quite the same as that in that because I think she's at least tall and the height is fine. But just the, the whole, just her figure and everything. It's just she's far too lithe. She's just far too slim and light and all the rest of it. And and I think the fact that you know that Mulder is a little bit more poofy looking in, in his in his in his jacket and stuff isn't really helping the situation really. Um, but yeah, I guess if you cut off, I mean, if you just look at the two heads alongside each other, they're totally fine. You know, if you, yeah. just, you just look at the two heads in isolation alongside each other, they're totally fine. But just together, maybe. But yeah, I mean, if, if I, they'll they'll look good on the shelf, I think. You know, when when the long, yeah, the, the longer I had them next to each other, the less it became an issue. I think it was it was a little too obvious at first. But still, yeah. I mean, you know, these, these guys are definitely starting. You know, they're they're like you said, Mike. They're pr- producing decent figures. Because I mean, I was pretty impressed with that Rick Grimes when that came out a few years back. It had the same long leg issue as again kind of thing. But that was a pretty decent figure, I thought, Rick Grimes. That was that was the only three zero figure I ever got, but I you know we 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 reviewed you've pretty much reviewed all of them on here, and the Michonne figure was pretty good and stuff like that. Yeah, the so. Michonne was one of their best. Yeah, Daryl was Daryl Daryl was okay, but he had a few one or two issues that didn't didn't quite work. But not, again, well, not, and most of their work that they're doing on the Game of Thrones stuff is really good too. That White yes, Walker was really yes, nice. Yes, yes, yeah, um, uh, Arya was really nice. They, there's it's a and and again, this is all for like a hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah, so yeah. that's really not good. Too, you know, it's, yeah. And they're getting these interesting licenses as well at Hot Toys, which is probably yeah, never going there. At least it's not Marvel and Star Wars again. <laughs> well, I mean, without going off left field all of a sudden as well, it's quite cool some of the stuff that Blitzway have been announcing recently, like doing Zorro. And... Yeah, that Zorro figure looks well, decent. I mean, I'm not into Zorro, but that's a fine looking figure. Yeah. I was all over that. That's. I, and as far as I'm concerned, let's let's uh, let's do the history of Zorro. Give me a uh, a guy William Zorro. Give me a a, a uh, Errol Flynn Zorro. A, 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 rather yeah. Tyrone Power Zorro. Hey, I'm I'm all up on it. Yeah. So, and you'll be all over <laughs> than Mike Willis, I guess. Zorro was the only one not to wear a cape. Oh really? I remember watching the animated Zorro from Filmation way back in the day. That's all. I, that's all I for. And maybe some old black and white movies as well. But that's about it, really. Yeah. Don't really, don't really. You know, it's it's it's, it's an interesting one, Zorro. Not, it doesn't really, it doesn't really hit me anywhere. Uh, as a, but that's a fine looking figure, man. And yeah. like, like I said, it is really nice to see these other companies picking up these companies that can actually make them. You know, picking up these nice licenses that are that that are, that that are uh, you know, that are kind of yeah, hot toys with, and other these other companies yeah. wouldn't go near. With 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 Zorro, I thought, yeah, it's a cool choice. It's a it, you know, it's a really iconic character. I was a little bit caught out of left field with the whole Cutthroat Island one, Gina Davis. I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why would well, you make that? Too. As popular yeah. as Bill and Ted is, and with another movie, you know, yeah. coming out, I kind of see it. Yeah, but it is still an odd choice. Uh, I don't think Bill and Ted's that odd a choice, but yeah, it's 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 you don't think Bill and Ted as figures really, do you? You, you, you uh-huh. the little the, the, the last thing you kind of oh yeah, I really need a, I really need Bill and Ted action figures. I didn't really think of that, but like they're nice looking figures, man. I'm still waiting mm-hmm. for my Mad Max official figures and. There's still like licenses that haven't, that never still haven't had figures, and like Sideshow was supposed to release some Blade Runner figures. That never happened. Yeah, Whatever happened to my Deckard say, figure, man? No, I want the Roy no, Batty no, figure. Where's my Roy Batty figure? Start, don't get me started on Blade Runner. I mean, I watched 2049 again last week and was blown away by it all over again. Such a good movie. Yeah, Ali and I and, decided. Uh, oh yeah, go on. 
and the well just the fact that you know i know it's it's i know with particularly the original film there's all these legal uh you know ramifications around who owns what and licenses to different people's likenesses and the the, the actual design of the outfits and everything i know it's a it's a, it's a, it's a black hole of despair but yeah i just wish so, so they sorted out the 66 batman come on let's sort out blade runner yeah let's absolutely. give us the, let's sort of some some figures and yeah I, and i and i know there's some there's some reasonably decent knockoffs from 2049 but again i would have loved somebody mm, to, yeah to yeah make... you're you're in the same boat there because i mean i thought they were they were all right but i yeah. didn't still think they were quite good enough do you know that kind but, of a way but the, the but the same problem is that you know 24 at the end of the day just didn't do the business at the box office everyone was hoping so it just probably wouldn't capture the market enough anyway I'd love me. Imagine a, a Roy Batty, and it's it's it's, it's interesting, isn't it? And I did actually watch the original Blade Runner a week after uh, Rucker Howard died. That's interesting, yeah. and he died uh, on the same year as the movie's base. So that's quite interesting, isn't right, it? Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting to know as well that we we lost Franco Colombo this this week, and uh, that he died on the 29th, and he of course played the other Terminator in the Terminator. Franco Colombo. I saw, I saw your post. I have to admit, I wouldn't have realised who he was. If oh, I seen your you post. see, if you're a ter- uh, for me, I love that original Terminator movie and that yeah. scene where it's not an Arnold Terminator. Where that scene yeah. where there's another Terminator coming in. That's Franco Colombo. That's Arnold's best friend, his bodybuilding yeah. buddy and stuff like. That. He's a short guy, but just in that scene, he just he looks amazing. He's got this big cool mm. gun and he's got that amazing silhouette then with the two dots, two red dots in the eyes. It's that amazing sequence, and it's it that that to me was really potent when I saw that when I was like 12 years old. That just stuck yeah. in my mind. So I'll always love Franco. And of course, he was in Conan the Barbarian as well as the kind of Pictish uh, scout that ran ahead at the start of the movie to that chased down Conan's family and stuff like that. So for, uh, Arnold has always kind of gotten uh, his friends in, but it was just interesting that he died on August 29th, I think, or, or, or it might have been August 30th, but I, I, I heard the news on the 30th, but I assume he would die on the 29th. And that, of course, is Judgment Day. So yeah. that's, it's quite, quite, quite mental, isn't it, when you think about that <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah, I would, I would love, um, uh, like, Mad Max. I want Mad Max. I want Gladiator. And what was the other one we said? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. And they're the licenses that we need some companies to be picking up and settling up and just making some dope figures of, man. You know, and I wouldn't say no to a really nice Braveheart figure either, you know? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So there you go. All right, then. Uh, we've got one more review left, and we'll end up, I guess, with... Uh, is everyone okay with this final review? Mike, you all right with this one? Or did you want to squeeze in something else after uh, Arwen? No, or? I'm good. I'm all set. You're going to do Arwen. Yeah. Have you got pictures of Arwen on your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's up. She's Arwen. Okay, Arwen yeah. from uh, Lord of the Rings. Hey, and we love Lord of the Rings in this house. Don't we, lads? Oh, absolutely. Big old fan. Yeah, and Asmus has been doing a good job, right? I mean, they've... Uh, we know they've got the new ridiculously priced, what is it, $350 oh, for the new Gandalf yeah. with I pre-ordered it. <laughs> I did, too. Well, their other Gandalf was great. So, you know, I'm not... And it had the sculpted beard with the rooted hair. So I'm I'm all for it. Um, their male figures have generally been better than their female figures, uh, but I think this Arwen they've done a much better job capturing uh, the portrait this time. All right, okay. Um, the the again they are uh, Asmus has been doing a lot of work with this sculpted rooted hair stuff as well. We saw some of it with um, a couple of the male figures. Uh, this time, the majority of this hair on top of her head is sculpted, and then uh, the stuff coming down the back, the longer sections along the sides in front of her ears, that's rooted. That's a good uh, idea. The stuff in, 
and it is it it works pretty well now if you take a photo of it and you can you know do a macro photo you're going to see the seam and back where the two meet but in hand it looks much much better they 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 do flow uh together nicely the black color helps with that uh you know it makes it a little harder for the eye to pick up on the difference uh but i think they did a nice job mm. the, the paintwork is good this time i think that the skin texture keeps her from looking like a barbie uh, the costume is nice uh, the articulation is good. They do a really good job. They've always done a really good job on their accessories. This time she's a little light. She just really has a few hands in the sword. Uh, but it's just overall a really nice figure. The material of her cloak is that exact same material we were just talking about uh, on Obi Wan. Yeah. That that it's that uh, light. It's that very thin but heavy uh, material that tends kind of to flow a, nice. Like a slight suede feel to it. It's kind yeah. of like yeah. yeah. Yeah, so no, I'm real pleased with her. She's got a nice two-piece boot sculpt that allows for the ankles to work and still look good. Um, just a really nice figure. I I think that that um, you know they've done some pretty weak female char- characters. Toriel was terrible, mm. uh, but this is this is a real improvement overall, and they've been showing a lot of improvement with this line overall over the last year or so. Um, I thought that Eomer was good. That Thor and Oakenshield was good. Uh, Gimli was just outstanding um and so you know we finally have you know asmus has put together a full fellowship and don't have that problem anymore and uh they're still continuing on with some of these b characters that 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 fill things out nicely yeah, yeah she's a nice looking figure and how much is she now mike uh she was 180 or 190 well, and how much what does that compare to um a three zero yeah, it's about the same. Three zero is a little cheaper. Than yeah. Three zero is more sort of one seventy, I think, with most of their stuff. But uh, yeah. Mm. And do you think? Do you yeah. think that the the, the the quality is is represented between the price ranges? On say. Between, yeah, they're about the same. You think they're about the same, but you think but three zero yeah. are a little bit cheaper, of course. Yeah, and three zero again, they've got that funky. You know, they've got the long-legged body, mm. so it's a slightly stylized look. You, the three zero, you have to kind of like their look. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I, 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 and I don't, so I would argue that 3.0 kind of need to change their basic buck a little bit and invest in a slightly, you know, more accurate kind of body proportion thing. Because, I, mean, I mean, just the fact, I'm just curious because it's just the fact that this is in the same price range, and to me, this is a, a, a nice represent. I mean, the 3.0, I mean, it, it, it's nice. So it is, but, uh, I mean, this is nice. So it's just, you know, do you know what I mean? They look quite similar in quality, the, 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 the this mm-hmm. one and, and, this, and the other 3.0 figure. Um, but this is a nice figure, man. I think that hair is a really, really good solution to the problem, actually. I think, yeah, I think, I think Hot Toys could take a cue from that. Actually, it's a really neat, simple idea because, you know, d- 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 imagine that if it was if it was a rooted hair. Now you'd have this horrible gap of plastic where the hair has to be tucked in, and it would just they would lift yeah, out. Yeah, I think it is a good, a good combination. They, they're they've been playing with this for a year or so on different figures. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed they didn't do sort of this thing with Legolas, right? Legolas, they went with the whole. Uh, rooted hair, or sculpted hair, hmm. um, and and they lost some detail in some of the braids and stuff that I thought rooted hair they could have they could have used some of that like they did here, uh, where you really need like along the sides of her hair there where she has those those fine pieces that come down in front of her ears that that really needs to be rooted hair and it worked out well. Yeah, it's really nice. Now she's a nice figure, man. Let's let's and fingers crossed, man. This uh, Gandalf will be good, man. I have him on pre-order because those, those those prototype picks look absolutely amazing. And I, if yeah. you if you're gonna have one Lord decent Lord of the Rings figure, which this would be for me, although I do have still 
uh, the ACI uh, Ring Wraith, which I think is a great figure. I think the ACI Ring Wraith is a really nice figure. I had him out recently. And, and Aragorn. Uh, I think I, I I know you prefer the Asmus Aragorn. I actually think this one is still better because I, I just like the steel weapons and all this stuff. But um, I don't actually have one played uh, because maybe they're, they're maybe they're not they're not quite as as good as maybe uh, especially the Aragorn as maybe some of the other as as the Hot Toys and yeah I don't like maybe Mixman and this also there's room. But I will uh, display uh, this Gandalf because you know he'll be really big and because you know, he he should be a big figure as well because Gandalf was a big man. Like Gandalf was taller than Aragorn, I think. Right, you know right. what I mean? So, so you, I, I want him to be that really great physical presence. If you're gonna have that one Lord Ring figure, Gandalf is the one because he'll just look really cool and ominous, I think, in the uh, in 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 your cabinet. And so and uh, and with that Lord of the Rings comic, if you want him, come claim him, as she would say. So good <sighs> figure. She's out available now, Mike. Is she? Then she's uh, she's yep. readily available. Certainly is. Cool, 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 cool. All right, then. Actually, actually, All right. actually, before we round, I've got one more. I just really like to touch on. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, is it too long? Too long? Go on. Go on. No, it was just the new Doctor Strange because it's kind of like the new Hot Toys Doctor Strange I picked it up big fan of Doctor Strange comic books like the movie didn't play as massive a part in the in the Avengers movies as I might like but he, you know he was he was a relevant presence he, he was good in Avengers he, movies I thought he, he, he pretty much saved the day at the end it's you know you could be said without wanting to go into spoilers um but at the end of the day I've picked this one up and it's like we were talking about earlier do you need two versions time and time again it's very similar to the first one. Yeah. Uh, the real big difference, obviously, is some of the accessories. You get the flaming sword. You it's get the, cool. uh, uh, the the flaming sword is very cool. That's the one thing that if I was to have to choose, that would be the one thing I hated giving up. Because what I'm going to say is I prefer the first version. Do you? I prefer, I prefer the floppy hair. Um, I don't like the, this one with the slip back hair quite so much. And I think the face sculpt is actually, for me, slightly better on the first one again. Shut the fuck up. I really on. like yeah, and I really like the book accessory on the first one. It's just kind of like uh, there's enough little bits and pieces. That I'm looking at this thinking, do I actually want to keep this one? Mm. Um, it's kind of like it's, it's one of those rare occasions where the, the second version for me isn't quite as good as the first. It's a solid figure. And for all those people that missed out on the first one and were having to play Which I did. freaking ridiculous prices on the second market, then this is a solid option because it's, it's a mass, you know, it's a really cool figure, great face sculpt. But for me, all I would say is, just as a recap, the first one was slightly better. I think that the, the, the cape hung slightly better on the first one as well. Yeah. The magnetic uh, clasps on this one, it's good, it's solid, looks really nice. All the same detail on the outfit, but again, yeah, the first one I just think for me was a little bit, uh, mm, a little bit slicker. I actually put the second one, but if you, I, 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 will, I will trust in your word. You should, again, mind do us a compare and contrast, or Jeff, do it's, a compare and contrast picture for us, man. Yeah, it's all personal. Well, funny enough, I've got my first one is actually in storage at the moment, oh. but I've um. I did have them out for a little while, but I was like, got the second one out on display, and I'm thinking, I might change them back, but uh, let's mm, see. Interesting. Well, if you have a, if you have them out at Sunset, it'd be good for us to have a compare and contrast. Cause that's what I like to, because that's what I'm going to do with the on my Iron Man. I'm going to have two pictures alongside, which will I keep, and then I'll, you know, I'll put it on the, on some of the Facebook groups, and uh, you know, fans and people can let me know what they think. Because I really like the Civil War one. I just think the Civil War one's awesome, but this is this is this is dope too as well so what, what can you do alright so with that lads you know we're going to end our podcast today episode 51 are you all happy with that are you okay to end it there lads can we end it absolutely sure we can, we can totally end
ended, so hopefully we'll be back again now in a month or so. And, you know, uh, by all means, email me, amen at amenart.com. You can also follow me, Eamon O'Donoghue, on Instagram, uh, where I usually post a lot of figures and stuff like that and things. And, you know, I'll, I'll post, like, some review pics of uh, these figures that I would be reviewing and things like that. I also have uh, video reviews of these uh, Mondo figures on uh, my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel. Yeah, I've got, like, nine subscribers, so don't worry about it. But it's like, <laughs> I've got a couple of reviews of these figures on there. It's just me sitting on the couch. You won't see too much of me. It's just me talking about the figures, honestly, on the couch. So it's not exactly a highly polished review or anything. But there you go. You can watch those on it's YouTube. It's basically, it's basically fun with flags. It's fun, <laughs> fun with flags. You, just see the, you, just, you see the back of my head a little bit. But yeah, you can watch those. So you can have the review of Skeletor, of both Skeletor, actually, yeah, yeah, of the, the Hot Topic Skeletor and the, the He-Man is on there as well if you want to check out that. And of course, you can check out all these pictures on your devices while we're watching it. And uh, uh, you can catch all these pictures, even more in-depth pictures on Mike's website, such as nwctoys.com, and all the stuff we've been talking Pretty much most of them. Not all, actually. Most of the stuff we've been talking about on today. Because, Mike, you didn't, you're not getting the Mondo Masters, are you? You heathen. No, I've been doing the Mondo Batman animated, but oh. I haven't done the Masters. Oh, yes, of course. And, of course, they got another one of that coming out. Is that, you got, you're going to get Mr. the Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze should be out soon, hopefully. Yeah, and, 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 and they're releasing another version of the Batman, as well, which, which I might actually snap up if I can. I might actually snap up there it goes. And, of yeah. course, uh, Jeffrey, where can Peter Peeps catch you? Where can they catch me? I'm I'm pretty not, not I'm not a particularly online presence. I'm on Facebook and stuff, but even then I don't use my face. Look for Andy Warhol and look for Jeff Parker, and you probably found me. There you go. That's that's the one. You have some witty uh, uh, Facebook comments as well. It has to be said. And uh, yeah. Mike, where can they catch you? Oh, mwctoys.com. He's mwctoys.com. You're not on Twitter or anything, are you, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Crawford, my handle. Okay, cool. I get a lot of uh, messages for the singer. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Well, there's, there's another famous comic book artist called Jeff Parker and a blues musician, and I get a lot of requests to be friends with those guys. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jeff, not the musician, and uh, Mike, not the musician. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll love you and leave you. And, uh, folks, thanks for joining us on this great episode today. Great episode. That's me saying our episode's great, by the way. Yeah, I do that. And, uh, and as with any ha- uh, action figure, you know, do handle yourself with care, and we'll wish you good night. Say good night, gentlemen. Cheers, good night. Good night. There you go. All right, then, that's, that's that, then. Thank you.